the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Radio MD, welcome to the show. We're streaming live on Facebook and I guess some other social media. I can't really figure out quite yet how to do it, but I'm getting there. We're coming at you on AM860, The Answer, and 93.7 FM, both uh, Salem stations. And you can reach me live on the web at drbillradiomd.com. Click Listen Live every Sunday, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, by the way. I'm your international Dr. Bill. So people from all over the world listen to me, believe it or not. You may not believe it, Ken, but I do. I do. I believe it all. You know what? I, I get my all my COVID advice comes from you. I hear things from you that I don't hear from the regular media for weeks. Again, I heard yes. it just happened this week, as a matter of fact. For the last two weeks, you and I have been talking about if you get the vaccine, you're going to feel bad. That, but that, that means you might feel bad for like 24 hours, but that means it's working and that's good. First time yep. I heard that from the regular media was this week. Well, you know, they need to listen to Dr. Bill if they, they do. want the inside scoop. That's right. Well, you know what I, I've found is that some things that I say uh, two or three weeks later, almost verbatim, will be repeated by some mainstream press. Well, I did a piece uh, years ago on uh, the uh, Iraq situation with Turkey and Syria and, uh, uh, you know, the, all of the civil war going on. And... Honest to God, two weeks later, Marco Rubio verbatim just about repeated everything. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to know he's listening. (laughs) Yeah, well, there was somebody in his staff. I doubt he's, you know, going to stoop to listen to me. But, yeah, speaking of the vaccine now, with the uh, messenger RNA, the RNA virus that uh, Moderna and Pfizer are pushing through. By the way, I think we'll have approval this week. And shipment will start at the end of the week. Now, there's three hospitals in in Florida I, I, that I know of that are going to get it right away. I think uh, I think it's Shands, uh, Tampa General, and um, what's the one down in Sarasota, Brandon Regional, because they have the the uh, the icebox facility, the freezer facility, to keep it at 96 degrees and then below freezing, and then it's going to be distributed and uh, I'm at the front of the line, by the way, Ken. I I called uh, Ron Rasmussen, our medical director, and I said, Ron, what's the story? He said, Bill, we should have it in two weeks. And I said, well, (laughs) make sure I get a dose. He says, oh, you're you're at the top of the list. You're front line and, um, you know, your age and all that. So I'm excited about it. Now, you brought up uh, a few minutes ago about the uh, side effects of the vaccine, and you're going to have pain at the injection site. What, this is with the RNA vaccine, Ken. Mm-hmm. It's about 60% fever and about 50% uh, 
and uh, headache 42 percent, fatigue 28 percent, and joint pain 24, 25 percent. So there's probably going to be some side effects to it, <clears throat> but that's not uncommon with any vaccine uh, that, that you get. Uh, you know, there's always that chance that you're going to have a day or two of feeling bad, have a sore arm, or have some secondary reactions, some arthralgias, myalgias, muscle aches and pains, joint aches and pains. So uh, the, the trick here is just going to be to take some ibuprofen or some Aleve. Uh, if you don't or you can't take the non-steroidals, you can use Tylenol, and that should relieve the pain and the fever, but it won't necessarily fight the inflammation. You know, Tylenol is not an anti-inflammatory, Ken. It is strictly a pain and fever reliever. Hey, that rhymes. I like that. <laughs> that should do it. That should take care of those symptoms. Now, the press has announced that three former presidents are willing to take the vaccine publicly, and I, I've got the list here. It's Lincoln, Taft, and LBJ. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That, that That's another thing. It's, uh, it's uh, Obama and uh, Bush, too, and Clinton. And I guess Jimmy Carter's too old and I don't, is he still alive? Yeah, Jimmy's still with us. I'm surprised he's, he's not with, on that list. He's still with us. And his oh age, you think God. he would be first in line. Yeah. Well, I know, but he's probably hunkered down in, in Peanutville and uh, doesn't come out of his. He's probably more hunkered down than Joe Biden. I would think so. so. Yeah. I wonder or if he's Joe's out gonna... building a house somewhere. I'm not sure, but he's, he's. I don't think he's that active anymore, being in his no, mid-90s. I, so. yeah. I think the, you know, he had uh, melanoma. Right, yeah. Yeah, and he, he actually got the, one of the monoclonal antibodies and it cured it. So another whoopee for the monoclonal antibodies. Now, by the way, there's 12 candidate vaccines that are in stage three uh, clinical trials, and there's 57 candidate vaccines uh, on trial in 37 countries. So we've got a plethora of vaccines, and uh, I think that AstraZeneca has said that their vaccine in one group was only 60% effective after the first dose, but then they came back and said that their researchers made a mistake and only gave a half dose uh, to that group, and they gave them a booster, and then it got up to 90 or 95%. Very encouraging, so very encouraging. Yes. It may be that the live attenuated adenovirus vaccine might require a booster, but uh, the messenger RNA looks like it's a single shot, and that's the one that we're going to have available. That's the one that uh, on the 10th, which is this week, uh, the FDA is going to sit down and improve. And did you see where Fauci was uh, bashing the British for having their vaccine uh, come early? And uh, and then he backed off on that and apologized and said he didn't mean to make it sound like they were being sloppy. And I, I don't know why people think he's such a wonderful man. I mean, he is a goofball. He may be a brilliant researcher, but he doesn't know anything about clinical medicine or how to handle the situation. What is the um, order of injection? I mean, you guys get it first because you're in the health field, of course. And then who, who's after that? Nursing homes. Nursing homes, okay. The nursing homes, and then it'll be senior citizens and those with uh, uh, problems, diseases that will compromise them. And uh, because a lot of the people that are dying, they... There are people with lung disease or heart disease or, uh, you know, multiple problems like diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol. So that will be the the first will be the doctors and the nurses and the frontline workers. And then 
the nursing home patients and the workers in the nursing home. So, and I think that we're going to have uh, several million doses by the end of December, and then they're projecting uh, a billion doses for the United States or more, or 100 million anyway, by the end of uh, 2021. And then I think for the worldwide, you know, they're at least AstraZeneca said they'll have over a billion doses. And I'm sure that Moderna and uh, and Pfizer will be able to crank up. And there's some Japanese uh, or Chinese companies. And I don't know what the Russians are doing. I'm sure they're... Neither do they. Neither do they. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. They've got zippers. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're okay now. So they got zippers. So. <clears throat> and so I was asked last night... Oh, by the way, Ken, I went out and bought this fire pit at, at uh, Home Depot, 85 bucks plus tax. Not bad. Really, not bad. You know, take took me about 30 minutes to put it together and really cool. And so we just set it out in the driveway. We have these little short, stubby driveways because it's a townhouse community. And uh, <clears throat> all the old widow, widows come out and and uh, sit and the neighbors and the, the snowbirds. And so I... I dropped by one of the lumber companies and picked up a bunch of scrap and bought a few logs from Home Depot. And we had a little fire last night and uh, we sit around and drink and talk and, you know, get rowdy and cause trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> if you can believe that, you know, <laughs> a bunch of 65 year old nuts are causing trouble. <laughs> you get, get in the old golf cart and roam the streets, right? <laughs> we were roaming the streets, baby. And, uh, so uh, Barb, my next door neighbor, her daughter has uh, has some autoimmune diseases, lupus or rheumatoid arthritis. I forget which one. And she wanted to know which vaccine would be best. And I told her that as far as I knew, and I researched it again last night and this morning, there have not been any trials for the vaccines in people with uh, autoimmune diseases like lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, so on and so forth. But I'm guessing that the uh, vaccine that would be the best will, will be the messenger RNA one, the one that's coming out. And uh, I, I base that on just my general uh, knowledge and gestalt of, uh, of immunology and biochemistry. Uh, it's a one-shot deal from what I can see. You don't have to get a booster. The problem with autoimmune diseases, though, is that you're probably going to flare up uh, some people's Immune systems, like people with lupus especially and rheumatoid arthritis, they may have a flare-up of their disease, and it may be necessary for them to start a, a, a cortisone dose pack, you know, prednisone or, or dexamethasone or one of these a, a day or two after they take it so they don't have uh, a real severe reaction to it. But we'll see, and uh, it'll be interesting. We need some studies on that. That's coming down the pike, too. What about for First, kids? What about for kids? They, uh, do they get the same dosage as an adult? Do they have to do more studies for children? Those little brats don't give them anything. <laughs> Make them. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, we'll probably give them a little lower dose. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to see. Uh, I don't think that there's been a lot of, of studies with kids as of yet. That doesn't mean that they're not in, in trials right now. But as far as I know, it's, it's not... Uh, it's not a real active area because so far it hasn't really affected kids that much. You know, the number of deaths in 15 and under in, in Florida is just a hand, couple sure. of handfuls. The ratio is much smaller, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, and they don't seem to uh, be able to spread it as easily. 
But there's a couple studies that have come out, and this I find interesting, that you're more likely to catch it from a family member than you are to catch it at the grocery store or at a bar or a restaurant. Well, sure, that's where you let your guard down. You take your mask off and you're hanging out with the family, yeah. And you're closer. Yeah, exactly. You're inside, so. And you trust your family, even though. They you probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can trust my wife. I don't think she's ever lied to me. I don't, have you ever had a woman lie to you, Ken? No. No, no never. never. No. <laughs> Especially my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Fauci, he, he put his uh, foot in his mouth again, and, uh, and now he's coming back and saying he has great faith in the UK regulatory system and their their FDA. And... Uh, how did a guy that's the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases get in charge of this anyway? TV. TV did it. TV, makes, him, TV makes or breaks you in these days. Trump uh, should have never appointed this guy. He caved in too often to these uh, to, to the Democrats trying to please everybody in private. And it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Do what you're going to do and let the chips fall where they may as long as it's legal and moral. Who cares? Mm, yeah. Just do it. You know, and I think that's true for anybody's life. You, if you want to be a doctor, go be a doctor. If you want to be a radio guy, go be a radio guy. You know, don't let anybody get in your way. Well, uh, I don't know if I suggest that one. <laughs> no, well, radio's dying. Because I think on the list of people getting the vaccine, I think we're probably way down the line. <laughs> radio professionals. Yeah, we I don't can, know. We can do without them for a while. They say that virus can travel over the airways and get inside your, your microphone. So. Well, then maybe I'll <laughs> move up the list. <laughs> Unless you know somebody, I may be down the line. So maybe I know somebody in the medical field. Wink, wink, Doc. You got, you've got a friend. Hey, one of my <laughs> Canadian patients said, Doc, will we be able to get the vaccine while we're down here? I said, in my practice, you will. I don't know how they're going to say, no, you can't give it to somebody who's who meets all the requirements, who's over... 70 or has uh, over 65 and has chronic problems, I'm going to give it to them. I don't care. I mean, they're coming down here and spending good money. They live here for three or four months of the year. Some of them live here six months of the year. You take an oath to serve your patients. You have to give it to them, I would think. Well, at least at least when they're looking. <laughs> when nobody's looking, I do what I want. <laughs> So here's the latest now. Some researchers are working on a smell test uh, for uh, screening for the COVID virus and uh, to be done every three or six days. And then uh, it supposedly will cut down on transmission by 50%. And I don't know how they're doing this, but apparently uh, 60 to 70% of the people who get the virus lose their sense of smell. So they're working on a feet, uh, fast, cheap test of a person's ability to smell i don't know what they're using um i don't know what do you think uh cheese or something uh, i don't know i don't I have know. no idea onions who knows onions yeah. yeah something something very pungent i'm sure roquefort cheese or onions or any rate <laughs> so they're testing this and they think that it will cut down course by the time they get done with their study the vaccine will be out and the whole thing will be over so when am i going to be able to go on a cruise again that's what i want to know well i'm going i don't care once i get the vaccine i'll charter the whole damn boat all right where you where you headed i'll take that vacation with you yeah we'll take that 
you could probably charter a boat now for uh, you know the the price of just the upper level suites, but you'd have to get you know fifty or a hundred couples that are willing to chip in and go on it. They probably wouldn't want to cruise very far. You can just go over to Nassau, hang out for a few days, and come back. But hell, just getting away would yeah, be I great. Yeah, I just want to go anywhere now. I think we're just all so anywhere tired of being at home. By the way, did you know that the virus has jumped to uh, the minks? You know the little the little uh, ferrets that they use for for coats, and uh, you know they have mink farms in in the northern United States and north eastern northwestern Europe, I guess. Does that mean it's and morphed in some way? It's it's mutated and it's ripping through their their uh, their mink uh, farms or whatever you call them, and a lot of the minks have died, and uh, so the big concern was well. Will it mutate and jump back to humans? And so far, there's no evidence of that. That would make the vaccine useless at that point? It would certainly have to be tweaked, yeah. that's for sure. Mm, well, so buy your mink coat now is what you're saying if you're going to get one. Well, if you do, make sure you dip it in alcohol first. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel sorry for the minks. I mean, you know, they're not doing anything. They're just hanging out, eating, and waiting to be uh, butchered and skinned. And uh, that's not fair to them. Now they got to contend with this with the car, no, the no. COVID virus, the SARS COVID too. Can it jump well, to any? Can it jump to any other animals? I mean, it's not going to jump to dogs. I hope because we have to so many dogs in this country. People love their dogs. No, there's no no dog or cat transmission that I know of. Uh, we think it came from bats. You know, the, I've talked about that. The bat doctor, the bat lady. She was over here. She's Chinese and she worked at the lab in Wuhan, and she goes out to to these caves in, in rural China and collects bat doo-doo and isolates bat viruses. That sounds like a fun job. Well, <laughs> you know, her life is, <laughs> I don't think it's very exciting otherwise, <laughs> but she loves it. All right, well, when you're a researcher, you got to go where the research is, I guess. Now, colds caused by other coronaviruses might not be enough to uh, stimulate the immune response necessary to fight off the the COVID. So some people were thinking, well, maybe we could just all catch the common coronavirus cold and we'll be okay. But I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, we're making progress. This is good news. All good news. Yeah, this is good news. And hopefully uh, in two weeks, I'll be able to announce to you that I've gotten the vaccine and let you know how, how it worked in, in me, on me. I think I should be fine. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm I don't know if they'll let us take our mask off in the hospital, but uh, I guess I have to wear it in public if, if for no other reason than to just set a good example since I am a doctor. When you get it, I've been hearing something about when you get it, you're going to be given a card of some sort to say you've been vaccinated, or is this so you can get another shot if you need to? What's, what's, the, what's the card about it? I've been hearing little pieces of it. Probably so that you can travel and, and so you don't have to be quarantined once you get the vaccination. Um, I was just thinking of hiring a, or, or purchasing a small LED sign and hanging it on the front of me. To, you know, <laughs> I've been vaccinated. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clean. <laughs> but I don't know if that's, uh, you know, uh, permitted or not. That's a, you have that long extension cord behind it. It would not be very convenient any rate, uh, I know Ian's all upset still, and I just wanted to reassure him that we're going to be okay. Uh, 
it, it ain't over yet. Um, whether Trump wins or loses, uh, you know, it's not looking good for him. And the press is certainly just bashing the hell out of the poor guy. And, he, you know, he's desperately fighting, and I don't blame him. You know, they're making it sound like he's trying to uh, uh, steal the election from Biden when he's just trying to get what he can legally get and uh, get some recounts going. But uh, And they're trying to make it like there's a big rift between him and the governor of Georgia because Trump had said some negative things about the governor of Georgia feeling betrayed. And, you know, you can understand how the guy would feel that way. Well, he endorsed them. Yeah, I mean, the president of the United and he, States And he still them. does. Yeah. And he still is. The governor said, I'm still a Trump fan. So, but, you know, he's saying, look, I can't uh, force our legislature to do something they don't want to do. You know, Trump said, call your legislature for, for a session and have them take a look at this and maybe overturn it. And, of course, the press says this is uh, subversive and a plot and undermining. And the governor said, I don't think I can do that. I don't have that right. Because it's a legislative function, you know the the, the constitution. Yeah, you, you is have to change. You have to change the law. I mean, that's you have then, to change the law. It, yeah, and that doesn't come from the governors and the states where the governors have interfered and intervened. The courts have come down and said you can't do that. It's a legislature. Uh, it's a legislative function. The legislature is in control. But I saw a, a nice op-ed by um, Newt Gingrich yesterday. In state legislative races, the red tsunami replaced blue wave that never came. And he talks about, and this is really fascinating, about the uh, market increase in state-level legislatures turning Republican, turning red. And that there was a strong GOP showing in the 2020 state legislature races. And uh, this will boost redistricting, redistricting, Help me out here, Ken. Redistricting. <laughs> you know, you're doing it right. That's fine. Redistricting. Re- I can't see. I can't say it either. But they, so, they draw the lines. They I'm draw the lines up. for the congressional district is what we're talking about yeah, here. And yeah. so the, what we call gerrymandering. Exactly. And, and so this is going to uh, really uh, uh, make it tougher and tougher. And that and now in, in the majority, now Republicans have a majority in both houses of 31 states and have the state Senate in Minnesota. In Minnesota! Excellent. So left-wing Minnesota now has a Republican Senate, and so anything that the House, of uh, their legislative House, and the governor wants to do, they got to get through their Senate. Good luck with that. And that, you know, the, the amount of money that has been spent by the Democrats uh, in, in some of these states is unbelievable. And 18 million in Minnesota alone. And uh, so there's so much good that is going on for us, for the conservative movement. And, you know, don't think it's over. We are not losing. Well, we need those two Senate seats in Georgia. We need those two Senate seats in Georgia. And uh, I hope they're going to debate tonight, I hear. Are they? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think it's tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, Meanwhile, the Democrats spent millions of dollars in Iowa, but Republicans were able to flip six state legislative seats, half of which were in the Des Moines metropolitan area. So, you know, that's a big city. That's their biggest city, right? Uh, Right. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, In Georgia, Georgia, Republicans elected the first Latino state senator. And in Kansas, Republicans elected the youngest woman to the state senate. Kristen O'Shea. Uh, I don't think that's Latino. I think that's I don't Irish. think so. No. I think so. 
that's definitely Irish, yeah. And so in Ohio, Republicans elected their first Indian-American state senator, Niraj Antani. So not Native American, although nobody's native to the Americas. Everybody's a, an immigrant, <clears throat> just different millennia, I guess. But at any rate, that's from the subcontinent in Asia of India. I'm sure it was his parents who came here. But at any rate, we are on the march, and we're doing well, and we don't need to um, hang our heads down, and we don't need to feel bad. Uh, I think that the virus uh, has interfered with Trump's ability to pull this off, and I, don't, I think if there was no virus, he would have won it in a landslide. But the Democrats were able to capitalize on this, and uh, that's politics. What can I say, Kent? I mean, you know, we come and we go, and politicians lie, and that's just part of the of the landscape. And, and by the way, <laughs> you, you notice how all of a sudden the uh, president and vice president-elect are saying, oh, yeah, the vaccine's a good thing. You remember before the election they were saying, as long as Trump's in the White House, we're not taking any of his vaccines because we can't trust what... Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do. That's Like you said, that's politics, Doc. And, and now they're going to have to work hard to undo that and to get people to have faith in the vaccine because a lot of these these folks have been listening to this nonsense and believing it. And, uh, oh, my gosh, yeah. what's wrong with our press? What is uh, wrong? I don't know where the, where we went bad. It's not, it's, I sure, you know, I was thinking the other day, I sure do miss Walter Cronkite. When, even, though Walter, he was, even yeah, though he was a closet socialist, but that's okay. But he didn't let it show. I mean, I think he was pretty fair on that. He always got both sides of the story. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's one thing I like about Fox. They will have somebody on the other side come and talk uh, uh, on a lot of these uh, shows. And, and I appreciate that. I mean, some of the shows, no, they don't. It's, it's all slanted towards uh, one side. But, you know, Maria Bartiroma, Bartiroma. Yes. Mm -hmm. She does the morning show uh, and on the Fox Business News. And then she does a weekend show. And she always has people on who are on the other side. And, um, you know, she's very polite in, in challenging them or in not, not contradicting them when they say something that she feels is inherently uh, wrong. But, uh, and I appreciate that. And I think that, that we need that. But, boy, I tell you what, on the left, you can't, <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even get a story that's, that's put together without uh, overt prejudice and bias. You know, Trump's trying to steal the election. Trump's tr trying to subvert the election. I haven't seen him do anything subversive. He's, uh, he's above board. I mean, he's telling you exactly where he's at. Is that subversive? Not really. I can't see how. No, but, you know, you this know. is... I admire, admire the guy for his, 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 uh, his sense of, let's fight. Because if I, were, if I had his money, <laughs> i just forget it. I'm out of here. I'm going back to Mar-a-Lago. You guys have fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. You know but there why he is, fighting away. Why would you want to put yourself into this and your, kind of a and situation? And your family, the whole thing. Why put yourself through it? I mean, with his kind of money, I would just say, get back on my plane and I'm out of here, boys. You know? But Yeah, which plane? That would be my big decision. Well, he's got a couple of them. Should I take the little jet or the big one? <laughs> the big jet. I like the big jet. He's got a 737 that's just gorgeous. I don't know if you've ever seen any of uh, the inside of that plane. Oh, yeah. So, But there he is. I mean, he's fighting for you, folks. and.
But if I were him, yeah. I'd say forget it. I'm out and, of here. Uh, you know, uh, people say, well, you know, Trump this and Trump that. I say, you know, you're you're talking about me. He's just our front man. He, you know, that you're, when you say Trump's an idiot and Trump's, uh, you know, subversive and all that, you're saying that about me. You know, I'm True. a basket of in that basket of deplorables. And we've talked about that before. I mean, yeah. that's just ridiculous. Why would you want to insult me? I'm a good guy. I'm working hard. I'm trying to take care of people. And, you know, I'm, at my age, I'm still going to the hospital and seeing COVID patients. Oh, my goodness. That's, you know, that's commitment and dedication. I don't have to do this. Yeah, I was going to say, why are you doing it? You should probably just retire and sit in the beach, you know? Because it gives me something to talk about on Sunday with you, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you take a break from talking and we'll listen to some commercials and news and things like that. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, what's going on with uh, churches and organizations that have wanted to get together, and the states have said, no, you can't, and the Supreme Court's weighing in on that. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Don't go away. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The coronavirus vaccine developed by American drug maker Pfizer and Germany's BioNTech has landed and was transported in super cold containers to hospitals across the United Kingdom. That's to get ready for the start of Tuesday, the country's biggest ever immunization program. About 800,000 doses of the vaccine set to be ready. British Health Secretary Matt Hancock has reportedly dubbed Tuesday V-Day for the vaccine. Japanese space officials excited about the return of a capsule that safely landed on Australia's outback today while carrying soil samples from a distant asteroid. They're going to start analyzing what they say are treasures inside. Big snow in the northeast, first wintery storm of New England's winter, and it's slowing things down and putting power out across the region. This is SRN. News. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of can care, 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Hello, this is Dr. Bill Handelman for our good friends at Tampa Bay Imaging. TBI provides state-of-the-art MRI and CT scanning with the lowest radiation possible. 
Most insurance plans accepted, and self-pay rates are very competitive. TBI is conveniently located in Tampa and St. Pete with evening and weekend appointments, so call TBI today or ask your doctor. In Tampa, call 813-386-3674. St. Pete, call 727-545-9674. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I think for older people, I think they really need to understand that this product will give you the energy that you need to sustain throughout a day. Right now, I uh, I just can't hardly make it through the day if I don't start my day. I'm taking three of each every day. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a flag waver for the product. I believe in it. I know it's helping me. I feel uh, I'm more um, satisfied that I've got my energy level for the day. And, you know, for the last two weeks, I've been working over at my mom's house to get it ready to sell. It's just unbelievable. I guarantee you, if you saw me compared to the rest of the guys that are 74, yeah. you'd think them boys is ready for the uh, uh, couch. And I'm I'm going strong all day long and have been for quite some time now. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code RESULTS. Take AM860, The Answer, with you wherever you go with our mobile app, theanswertampa.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Raphael Warnick took on Senator Kelly Leffler, and Leffler won. At least that's what I think is going to happen, and I'll tell you all about it on the next Hugh Hewitt Show on Monday. We need Georgia gotta win both the Purdue and the Leffler seats to keep a check on Joe Biden. Weekday mornings at 6 on AM 860. The answer. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Some sunshine for today, then turning cloudy for the high 71. Tonight, cloudy still with rain and a thunderstorm, mainly later with a low 57. Tomorrow, clouds breaking for some sun with a high of 66. And Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with a high of 59. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. Dream it's over, folks. I'm back. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Hey now, hey now. What's that? Crowded House? I Crowded think. House, yes, sir. Great choice. Oh my gosh, I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs. I cry when I hear that. And uh, I think that uh, it, it's a good rallying cry for all of us. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you now, there are some people that may not respond or may not uh, mount an immune response to the vaccine, people who are uh, uh, on high dose prednisone, cortisone, corticosteroids, or are on chemotherapy because these sorts of things suppress their uh, their T cells and their B cells, which are the ones that go to work and make the antibodies. And uh, uh, there are people who are born with immune deficiencies where they don't actually make antibodies. You know, the bubble boy, remember that on, sure, yeah. on, on Seinfeld? Yeah, that's uh, funny episode. Yeah. And uh, so... And people who've had their spleen out or whose spleen is, is essentially not there for whatever reasons, uh, people who have uh, uh, blocking monoclonal antibodies, which are antibodies that they produce abnormally uh, because of their genetics. So there's a few things. And people, oh, by the way, people who have had organ transplants and are on uh, immunosuppressive therapy, you know, that's therapy to keep you from rejecting 
the the organs that you receive from the donor. And the problem with organ transplants is that unless you're perfectly matched, like a, an identical twin, uh, you're probably going to mount some kind of a response because this is foreign tissue that's introduced into your system. So we try to match you as closely as possible genetically with with the uh, donor, and so you don't have a uh, reaction to the um, to the organ that's transplanted. So those people have to be on medication to suppress their immune system so it doesn't uh, get all stirred up and, and reject the organ, kill the organ, and that's a big problem, especially with kidneys. Um, hearts are a little less so, but kidneys, uh, that's a big deal. That, that There's a lot of immuni immunity that is stimulated there, and uh, so we have to think about those people. That's a whole other thing. That's a small group, but it's a real problem. And, well, uh, hopefully everybody will get vaccinated in the... Uh rate of transmission will go way down so we won't have to uh fear yeah. be so fearful yeah a lot of people will be protected just because a lot of us have been vaccinated so i think we'll be okay I, i'm i'm not i'm not worried uh I'm, I'm just telling you this as information so that you have this in your armamentarium and one of the ladies last night one of the women said well in our immune system isn't that the front line for us isn't that the big biggest part of the body well, actually, no. Guess what? The the main blockage to uh, invasion of foreign materials and infections. Guess what it is? Um, nose hair. I, I have no idea. <laughs> what? Skin. Skin. You got it. Skin. Really? And skin uh, on on our outside of our body and the our mucous membranes in our mouth and our nose and throat and all the way through our gut and in our bladder and urinary tract. That's modified skin. So that's the big that's the big thing, and uh, you know that's that's where germs get in. Primarily, they get in through your nose, your lungs, through your skin. You get skin infections. Uh, you know th that's just the way it happens. All so, right, we're well designed, aren't we? We are. I don't know who who figured this all out, but I'd like to meet the engineer. <laughs> well, I'm, someday you will, Doc. Someday, <laughs> <laughs> someday we all will. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> right. I might be on the down elevator. No, no, not you, buddy. Not you. No way. <laughs> so at any rate, you know, the big deal now and uh, is that there's been uh, an attempt by the governors in some states. Remember, Como tried to step on the uh, Hasidic Jews when they wanted to have, uh, you know, a synagogue and go to, the, go to church on Saturday. Yeah, and, the Supreme Court stepped on Como, didn't they? They stepped on Como, and now there's a Colorado church asking the Supreme Court for relief from the Democratic governor out there for his COVID restrictions. And they're saying, first of all, you have to treat us as fairly as you treat anybody else, because guess what? We're, uh, we're protected under the law just like anybody else. And, and so they're petitioning the Supreme Court for relief from coronavirus restrictions uh, arguing that churches are treated less favorably than other establishments under the rules. So, yeah, I mean, why why is uh, Sam's Club allowed to stay open? And, you know, people are pretty close to each other there. Uh, that place gets really crowded. I quit going there. I, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. Really? No kidding. The savings yeah. are real good. That's why it's so crowded, because you're saving yeah. a lot of bucks. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, you go because it's good savings. And if you buy in bulk, you can, you know, you can save 10, 15, 20%. 
Uh, so, but you better use it up. Now we've got toilet paper for the next ten years, so like <laughs> stocked up. So we're, we're safe. You're two pandemics we're... ahead of us on the toilet paper. Yeah, right? we're two, we're two pandemics ahead. <laughs> so the High Plains Harvest Church, I love that name, High Plains Harvest. Oh, Church. that sounds sweet, and it sounds like a nice place to go. And Mark Hodling is the pastor, and he's he's. Uh, arguing, seeking an injunction against a 50-person limit on houses of worship under Governor Jared Polis and Colorado Department of Health and Environmental Executive Director Jill Hunsaker Ryan. Jill Hunsaker Ryan, I guess that's one of those hyphenated names. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is going up to the Supreme Court, and I'm sure the Supreme Court's going to say, hey, look, you know what? The First Amendment is is involuable. that uh, it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic uh, unless there's some national disaster declared uh, that you have to live by the by the Constitution and its amendments. I, I mean, that's if I lived in Denver, if I lived in Colorado right now, I'd be really upset because they've already ruled in New York. And when the Supreme Court rules for one state, it's going to rule the same for all states. So why even bother? You're just wasting taxpayer money doing that, trying to fight that. Just open it up. The Supreme Court said so. Well, yeah, and, and, but I think the other thing, too, is this brings it back into the forefront. Of course, you won't hear this on the mainstream press. They're not going to report on this. You have to get this from Fox or one of the conservative uh, presses or stations like ours uh, that were willing to talk about this. And unfortunately, most of the people that are listening to our show, Ken, are conservative. So we're, we're sort of preaching to the choir but if they have this information, they can carry it forward in their daily activities and at the uh, water cooler and, and when they're out to lunch with their buddies. And, you know, I've got friends that are Democrats. I, I don't want to admit it openly, but uh, <laughs> I, oh, I just did. Oh, <laughs> well, we won't put that on the radio, Doc. So don't put it on the no, radio. We won't do that. And, you know, my sisters, they're trying to reach out to me now that they think Joe's one, but uh I'm kind of hurt. I'm not angry. I'm just I'm just hurt that they insulted me so much and hung up the phone on me and treated me so badly. I guess I should forgive and forget, but I'll wait till after Christmas. Let them suffer a little bit more. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you just won't go shopping as extravagant as you, you normally would for them for Christmas. Yeah. Let's see. Last year I sent them each a piece of coal, so I guess this <laughs> well, year... We'll 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 back it down to a piece of chewing gum. How about How some about sand? That? Just some sand. sand. A box of sand. That's free, Doc. Just go down to the beach, pick up a box of sand, and well, wish you were now, here. Send it on off. Yeah, that would be a good. Yeah, and you can put it in an envelope. I there, mean, you don't even there have you have a Cold, you got to get one of those little boxes. But exactly, it's so just a little it. sand and a card. <laughs> and and this was just out too. This is just uh, this this past few days. A federal appeals court ruled Friday that a lower court was wrong to bar the Trump administration from taking $3.6 billion for military money for construction projects for the border wall. So, uh, you know, we're winning. We are winning the battles here. And uh, I think that we need to keep our faith and, and keep plugging along. We can do this. And I, I, I just, I mean, you, you got to admire Trump for his fighting. I mean, this is really... Yeah, I, we, I do. I admire him for his fight. I tell you, like I said, I'd, if I had his money, <laughs> I'd be gone by now. Just say, fine, you don't want me, get him out of here. Yeah, you know, I, I think this is a, a, a wonderful time in history, and 
uh, as uh, Lou Dobbs has said, uh, Trump is going to change the 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 way America lives and 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 thinks and acts, and uh, it's doing it. And I think that a lot of, of of what he has been pushing for, which the press would not uh, let you hear about, the mainstream press, uh, that Biden's just going to pick up and keep running with it because a lot of these things are good things. I mean, he's done a lot of good. I think he's, it looks like he's going to stay with the China policy, or at least a. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Morph it maybe a little more to international, but I think he's really going to stay with a be tough on China policy. And I think he's going to have a hard time getting anything through the Senate uh, if we keep it Republican when it comes to uh, altering the the deal with uh, the Iran. Oh sure, yeah, they they approve all treaties, the Senate. So yeah, uh, and so I, th- I think that uh, we've got a lot of good uh, fight in us. We've got a lot of of, of seats that we've taken at the state level and we by the way we picked up seats in the house of representatives right yeah absolutely which surprised yeah. a lot of democrats <laughs> even the democrats were shocked and yeah outspent us on 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 the state level uh, on the uh, federal house of representatives fights they outspent us by two or three to one and we still picked up seats but this is this is why that those those uh, Georgia races are so important right now. They are so important, and I just I can't tell you how much I I want everybody to get out there and vote. I'm I'm thinking about driving up there, but to vote, I think that's illegal, Doc. But is that illegal? I think that's illegal. Yeah. Oh, dang. I'll, <laughs> Darn. Okay, I'll stay home. I don't even think it could move there. Now. Could you, I got maybe you could. I don't know how, what the there must be a time limit. You have to be a resident for so long before you could vote. Probably so. I don't know what that would be in Georgia, but you'd probably do that and want to look into that. I'll move there with you. Get two more votes. I lived there for a decade, you know. Oh, how was it? Did you like Georgia? Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked Atlanta. It was fun. It was fun to see it, it grow. I mean, it just, you know, oh, my gosh. It just is a huge metropolitan area now, and it's got so much there. Uh, and it's the black capital of the country, at least it has been. I guess now that we've had Obama as president, uh, that's no longer true, but, you know, that that was where Martin Luther King uh, uh, there in Alabama is where he uh, preached most of his ministry. And so uh, it's, it's, it's been a, a, a big uh, center for black enterprise and, and uh, black thought, black policies, uh, uh, Southern Christian Leadership Conference. And uh, remember Mayor Young, he was a founder of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. I know the young people don't know anything about that, but uh, these are things that uh, are very historically important to black Americans. And uh, I, I just loved Atlanta. It was really nice. You know, we lived out in Brookhaven, close to Brookhaven. And when the subway, uh, when the when the MARTA subway came out there, uh, we just had somebody drop us off at the subway. And you could take the train right down to the airport, to Hartsfield Airport, get off in the airport, jump on a plane and go wherever you wanted in the world because Delta's got their big, that's where they're, you know, domiciled. That's their biggest hub. That's that's their home base. Well, that's the biggest so, airport in the world, isn't it? I think it is. It's one of them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe sure. This could be one in London there, but I'm not, I think in the country, certainly. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of activity and a lot of things to do in, in Atlanta. And Georgia is a wonderful state with a diverse uh, 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 ecosystems and landscape. Wonderful architecture. Uh, architecture. You can you can go from the 
from the Smoky Mountains down to the uh, the flat beaches of, of southeastern Georgia, just gorgeous coastline there. Great state. Nothing wrong with it, and I hope that we keep it red. There you go. Keep it red. So, by the way, a group of House Republicans on Friday introduced a bill to repeal the motor voter law. You remember we talked about that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the motor voter law was the law that was passed in the 90s that said that when you go to get your driver's license or your state ID, if you're not going to drive, you just want a state ID, ID so that you're uh, a resident of that state, uh, that you have to be offered a, a registration to vote. And so they're arguing that this has opened the door to a lot of fraud. So the 1993 National Voter Registration Act requires states to allow voters to register when applying for a driver's license. And uh, also at other public offices, like I said before, uh, if you're handicapped and you're going for public assistance, you have to be offered the opportunity to uh, get a, a ballot or a registration for a ballot. And so the Republicans read by, led by Andy Biggs of uh, Arizona raised concerns that the law also requires states to accept a signed form attesting that the voter is a U.S. citizen. And so anybody can come in and sign a form, you know, saying uh, uh, an affidavit saying I'm a U.S. citizen. And who's going to check on that, Ken? Good point. Yeah. So is this legal? Because the Constitution is pretty clear that you have to be a citizen of the United States to vote in a federal election. And so this is being challenged, and it's not going to go anywhere, obviously, because the, the House is still Democratic, but uh, it's, it's out there now, so we're pushing back, yeah. and, and we got to keep pushing back, and we don't give up. If you don't give in and you don't give up, you might just be all right. Sounds like a and song, Doc. I think it is. <laughs> I think so. Mike and the Mechanics, right? Could be. Yeah, it is. Uh, the day my father. I wish I'd been there. Oh, the day okay. my father the, yeah, died. I, yeah, remember I, that? Sure, I love that song. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Whatever happened to Mike and the Mechanics? I don't they know. Up, they just kind of disappeared there. One hit wonder. He had a great voice. He must have moved on to another band. Uh, could be there with that same era of Crowded House that we're playing today. So, the yeah. same general era '90s, I guess it was. <clears throat> oh yeah, Crowded House had some great hits back in the late '80s and '90s. They were a really great band. But, you know, the the industry is tough. The music industry is tough, Ken. You know that. It's like radio. You, Very few people make it big and make, make huge money. Most people just kind of limp along and uh, you know, have second jobs. And, a lot of one-hit wonders out there, you know? Yeah, or like you, marry a rich woman. And... <laughs> That's right, Doc. Exactly what I did. <laughs> Of course, she came home with a new uh, Christmas decoration. She was out Christmas shopping. She came out with a new uh, came home with a cr- new Christmas decoration for the outside yesterday, and said, "Here, go put this up." Wow! <laughs> well, I'm going to need a ladder. Well, get the ladder out. I got to get the lean to yeah, out. Of course. <laughs> put this thing. Yeah, out. my wife Look. said, uh, "I'm going to put up decorations. Come here. <laughs> get out here." <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm putting up decorations. She actually did some. She. She strung lights around our our concrete banister well. between our two townhouses, and Barb and her daughter were out there, and we were putting lights out, and you know, 
singing songs and carols, and we're not supposed to sing carols because it spreads the virus. Got to put the mask on to sing. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, we we stayed uh, six inches apart from each other, so we didn't spread <laughs> anything. <laughs> well, my wife leaves the outside to me, but she does a great job on the inside. So, so winter wonderland in my house now. It takes like three weekends to do it, but it's getting done. Yeah, and that's because you've got a big house, and we've just got a little townhouse, so there's not a whole lot to decorate. But uh, knowing my wife, it will it will it will be like a snowball. She'll get started, and then why don't we do this? Why don't we put that up there? Oh, by the way, where's our tree? And you know, it's gonna it's gonna turn into uh, a, a really more of a of a hazard course than, <laughs> than anything I'll have. <laughs> yeah, we got a tree in the den. We got a tree in the uh, great room. Got a tree on the lanai. Oh, my God. I know. You're never more than the two steps away from Christmas in our house. Or tripping. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, One of the two. So Trump's also filing another suit, I think, in, Le- in, uh, in Nevada, uh, claiming 40,000 double votes in that state. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how far he's going to get with these, but at least he's bringing it to the forefront that the Democrats have been cheating and continue to cheat. When it comes to voting, and uh, you know, right, we got time to rectify this before he runs again in twenty four. So. That's right, and yeah. you know, lays the groundwork. And even if he doesn't run, you know, we got Pence, we've got other good conservative people, and uh, we have plenty of candidates. We're 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 not short of leadership, my friends. We are not short of leadership. Mark Rubio has still... been spoken of as a candidate, possibly. Well, I'd have to run against him. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, he's. He stole my material. And, oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not happy about <laughs> There's that. There's a personal grudge there with Ruby. And he never would give me an, an audience. I wanted to interview him, and he wouldn't let All me do right. that. About two minutes people. away here, Doc, by the way, just in case you're wondering. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure he's done good things in the Senate, but you know who's backing him? Who's that? There's a, a Cuban-American family that are big in the sugarcane uh, industry. And um, he's been helping them make sure they get Florida water for, for their sugarcane farms. So, and they've paid him big money to to. I guess you have to have somebody backing you. You know, Ted Cruz has yeah. got the oil guys, and that's why I admire Trump so much. Nobody backed him. He did it on his own. Yeah, gives up his salary. <laughs> gives his salary to charity. What can you not to like about the guy? Yeah, you know, I guess because he's orange. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna start wearing orange all all the time now. I'm gonna paint my face orange. I'm gonna I'm gonna be an orange man. An orange man. Orange? Isn't that Syracuse? Doctor Orange. Aren't they the in Syracuse? Aren't they in the University of Syracuse? Aren't they the orange men? Uh, somebody yeah. is. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going. I'm getting a thumbs up from the others from the other room over there. Some of our other guys here are saying yes. You're right. They are the orange men. Oh yeah, who's who's around with you? Is oh, Joe yeah. there? No, Joe's not here. We got Mike here. We got Brian here. I'm here. So a bunch of producers hey, everywhere. Mike. Hey Brian. Hey everybody. <laughs> They're waving back at you, Doc. <laughs> Good. So I think that we're 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 okay, and I, I don't. I mean, obviously we were all heartbroken and let down after the election results came out, uh, but I think that we have to pull ourselves back together here. And realize that this this was just one battle, and we're winning this war. We are gradually taking it back, baby. We're taking it back, and I and I appreciate you guys being with me on Sundays. And uh, how's Captain Matt, by the way? 
Captain Matt is one my favorite one of my favorite people around here is Captain Matt. I love Captain Matt. Very good. Well, I am Dr. Bill, and you can reach me at, at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Come on in for the practice, telemedicine, join the gel study. We still need a few more people for the toenail gel study. It's free, and I love you guys, and I will be, I will see you guys next week, and we'll get a little music going out here and do a little, it ain't over yet, baby. It ain't over yet. Tales of war.